Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yeah, thank you, Andrew Brown, and welcome, everyone, to Mobile Rolling. Very special thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound for sure. Well, I thought it was time to catch up with a man who's dominated the training ranks here in South Australia. And it's something I've got to say, anyone that uh, ends up being, doesn't matter what state you're in, if you're the leading state trainer or leading state driver, you really should be proud of your efforts in the sport. And look, he had a good uh, weekend. Uh, he got a treble there on Saturday night in the training side of things and he drove a winner himself. And if you haven't guessed already, it's Ryan Rohorek here in South Australia that's going to join us. Good morning, Ryan, and welcome again to Mobile rolling and thanks for your time. No worries at all Jim. Now uh, let's talk about uh, Saturday night, three winners as a trainer uh, and basically uh, let's go from the start. Aldebar and Diana, now I, I think the reports I got from the Victorian guys were they thought that she wasn't very strong but I think you've really developed her, I think she's really enjoyed your, your program of training here and, and she just continues to get better. Yeah, she's she's very honest. Um, you know, and half the battle is to just be trotting, which she seems to be very, very safe. So um, yeah, she's probably been a bit fortunate with a couple of good barrier draws, but I, I do think um, she is getting better, and um, there is still some improvement in her. So um, yeah, she'll be terribly hard to beat again tomorrow night. I would have thought. Well, I think she'll be very, very short quote. Uh, I mean, she was able to turn the tables on Romances from the time before they met where Romances used the sprint lane to grab her on the line. But, I mean, she was holding Romances comfortably, I thought, on Saturday night, right? Yeah, yeah. When, um, obviously, she she had a um, you know, very easy time of it and, and Danny drove very well to just be trying to... Um, obviously, the main danger was on her back, and which really helped, and she drove well sitting up and... Sort of dashing up the straight, so um, but yeah, like you said, romance sort of um, got her pretty comfortable um, a couple of runs back, but um, she was holding her pretty comfortable on Saturday night, so um, yeah, look, I, I think she's some chance to get better, you know, that she's not overly strong, but um, they can get a bit stronger as they mature and get a bit older, so um, hopefully she will. Yeah. Um, I think the last time that we spoke with you on mobile rolling, you told me that you were enjoying the training side of things more than the driving side of things and, and we're starting to see that now where you, you you're putting danny hill on a, on a regular basis uh, even though you could probably drive yourself so what, what's the situation there um yeah still enjoy driving um but just think it's just a huge benefit to be having danny drive a few of them um I'm a big believer in weight and I've got a couple of little horses that aren't very big and um, I just think they suit Danny with not being much of her. And um, Yeah, I mean, sort of sometimes you can it can be a benefit to be driving them at home and at the races and sometimes it can be a benefit to be driving them at home and not driving at races and... Um, you know, sometimes I can overestimate one or underestimate one, and Easy Rollings is probably one of them. Um, I um, said to Danny, she's not overly strong, and one race she sort of rolled up and said, oh, you know, we'll just, um, you know, we won't play early, and then, you know, it'll just round them up. I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm not sure that'll just be happening. But anyway, I said, you know, just go and do what you do, and um, what'll be will be. So, um, 
yeah, and then she just that, that was the, the day she sort of come from not last run, but when she went from seven you know, about seven hundred to three wide around them and and got the job done. So um, yeah, it can you know it, it can work both ways. Yeah, speaking of easy rolling, that was another one of your winners there, and, and similar. I mean, she came from a long way back and, and then picked them up. And I I thought in the run that maybe she might have been too far back. She ended up winning comfortably. Yeah, she she put the riding on the wall the week before. She was a super run the week before because she's not overly strong. And to be sitting in the death, I thought she'd just struggled at 2200, let alone sit in the death. And she fought the race out terrific. Um, so I thought her run the week before was really good. Um, and then obviously, yeah, Saturday night, um, it's never easy um, coming from last around any field. Um, let alone, um, you know, she was a fair way off them at, at one point. So, um, yeah, she'd she done a great job. And, yeah, I think she's getting stronger. So, yeah. Yeah. And the one that brought up the treble was a dead heat. Gordon Gell, um, dead heating with artillery. I, I thought there was still a little margin for artillery, but my eyes don't work as good as they used to. And, and uh, good to see she got the dead heat. But, gee, she's going well, Gordon Gell. I thought it run the, the start before was fantastic, and Saturday night was really good. One stride after the line, she's in front for sure. Yeah, it was really up against her Saturday night. The race wasn't run to suit anything from out the back. Um, the leader had a had a really good time of it and even sort of slow his quarter off the back. So to be three wide in the quickest quarter of the race and still mowing them down, she's just a lovely mare. She's just honest. Very rarely runs a bad race. Um, and, um, yeah, just happy to have her around. Yeah. Just going back to Outer Baron, Diana, your, your connection with Outer Baron Lodge and Duncan McPherson, how did that come about, Ryan? Yeah, so it stems back with the relationship that um, I've had with Paul Brumby and um, a fella in the syndicate called Jamie Sturgis, who's really, really good mates with um, with Duncan. And um, he, through Duncan's relationship with Jamie and Jamie's relationship through Paul with myself, um, started sending a couple, yeah, a fair while back now. Um, and, um, yeah, just the ones that aren't good enough for Victoria and, and can still chip away and win a few races here before Duncan um, sends them to the breeding barn. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's a wonderful, um, you know, it works really well for us, you know, and, and Duncan's happy with it as well. He's just such a terrific fellow for the industry as a whole. Um, and as an owner, he's, you know, he's just great. He just lets you do what you want. And, um, yeah, he's you know, fortunate enough to, to get some nice ones. And out of Baron Diana, it's probably a perfect example. You know, it's, it's just a different league over there. And clearly she's not strong enough, but um, good enough to get away with a few races here. So, you know, at this point she's won a couple, so it's probably two more than she was going to win in, in Melbourne. So, so Duncan's really happy once he decides to put it to stud. Yeah, look, he, he's sort of like a flamboyant guy. I met him many years ago. In fact, the last ever Inter-Dominion that they had at Mooney Valley, I remember being there that night, and, and Chris Lang won the Trotters in the dominion and, and basically I was having a chat with Chris about uh, his horse and all that sort of stuff, and, and Duncan, good mates, and, and linked up with Chris Lang, and basically... Uh, you know, they said, oh, what are you doing here, Jake? She goes, I'll come here for the end of the minion. I'll probably go to the casino afterwards, so as I usually do. And uh, Duncan said, well, I'll give you a lift. We'll go to the casino together, you know. So he, he's, he's pretty helpful in many different areas. He just he just loves life and, and having fun at the trots, doesn't he, Duncan? Oh, you just talk about love and life and enjoy. You know, if you're ever having a bad day, just give Duncan a ring because, geez, he's always upbeat. He always makes you feel good about yourself when you get off the phone and and feel a lot better than when you did before you rang him. You know, he's just um, he's tremendous. He really is.
Yeah. Ryan, you didn't get a win with Galleon's victory, but I thought he was very brave in fourth placing. He's been a really good addition to your stable this season. Seven wins so far. Uh, he's been a ripper, hasn't he? Uh, just done a super job, um, Jimmy, and he's just a lovely horse to have around. He's easy to train. and Yeah, unfortunately, the handicaps um, have probably caught up with him, and it's probably not so much the handicap now. It's the size of the field that he's starting to meet. You know, he was off 50 and he's 50 sort of soon turned into sort of 70 or 80 um, because Elvis was so good away and and then Danny sort of had to sort of get going a long way from home. But, yeah, I, I thought he was brave and it was his first run at 2,600 for a while. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure what to do with him. It, it, it breaks my heart to see him run so good all the time. Well, not all the time, but to see him run so good and put so much into it off of handicaps and it really does break their heart and I'm not really sure how much longer we can do it for him for. I'm toying with the idea we give him a bit of a let up and then maybe have another go when the when the country cup's around or something like that. But um no, he he's done a wonderful job since he's been here. Probably no one visioned him doing what he's done, I wouldn't have thought. But um yeah, he he's been terrific. And um yeah. it's another great relationship I've had with Bernie Hackett from New Zealand and um which he sent mass destruction over here which yeah, the talk is he's a better horse than um and Galleons, but we sort of haven't managed to get him to go that way just yet. But um, he's, um, we give him a bit of a let up after he was a bit disappointing a couple of times. So um, he's on the way back now. We only jugged a couple of weeks. All right. Well, we'll watch this space for mass destruction. He, he might be one to follow out of the stable if you can get him right. Fingers crossed, Jim. <laughs> well, they gave you the bonus for the mobile, and we saw what he did in the mobile. He just spanked them Galleon's victory, so hopefully they can just uh, program a couple of more mobiles to give him a, an easier challenge, I suppose. That, that's what you'd love to see in the programming, but yeah, we don't see too many uh, mobiles with our fast-class trotters nowadays, do we? No, that's right. It's a hard one. I mean, you can't have it both ways. You can't win all the time, so... You know, you get that if you've got to put them back off the handicaps and that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, it does catch with, catch up with them in the long run. And yeah, unfortunately, the mobiles sort of don't stand up because um, yeah, we probably don't have enough really nice ones. You need the sort of discretionary to sort of sort them out a little bit. So um, yeah, it is a little bit hard that way. We speak about Duncan McPherson as a good guy, and, and you got a winner for a good guy in the last race, Alan Cronin, with Premonition. I've got to say, I did have a multi going on this guy. I thought he's a good thing, Premonition. In the run, I was just rubbing my hands. I thought, this will win easily. And, geez, it took all night to get there, but he got there. Yeah, he's a he's a funny horse. Um, I think he's got really good ability. Um, first sort of a couple of times I've driven him, when I let up on him, he sort of let him sort of get to him, and then he picked a bit up and felt really good. And, um, sort of one that just sort of does what he has to do but Saturday night when I pulled out and sort of got two or three metres in front of Leah at the top of the straight sort of Leah kicked back and he sort of picked a bit up and I thought oh he's just going to do enough to win but um, he, was, he was all out on the line and um, yeah credit to the leader it was terrific and um, yeah I think he was shade disappointing um, to be honest mine um, yeah Alan sort of thought he might have pulled the wool over eyes a little bit but um, yeah no look he's got good ability um, yeah not sure what which way he'll go if he He's on the way up now, on the way down. But, yeah, he was probably shade disappointing on his last couple. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, but still a win. Um, another horse I wanted to touch on on the Friday, the Queen of Heart. New addition to your stable. Uh, you you took her or you sent her over to Mildura and um, she did the right thing there. So tell us the story about uh, the Queen of Heart, how you come about getting her and the reason why and, and uh, the win on, on Friday. Um. 
Yeah, obviously a good uh, horse with very good ability. Um, her form sort of talks, speaks for herself. Um, she came on the internet for sale, um, and you know she had a Vic Bread bonus. And um, you know her run when she set outside Treasure was was unbelievable. Really, just fought on like a cage lion. So um, yeah, uh, a couple of us decided to to buy her and um, give her a good spell, and then she's on the way back now. So um, yeah, COVID was a bit of a nightmare. We had to send her up. Um, on the Thursday, um, thanks to Valley Transport and Luke O'Neill, um, went sort of be above and beyond really because um, yeah we had to send her there on the Thursday and then um, Luke went back um, yesterday and picked her up for us so she's home now and um, she's got a pretty big race in mind in a couple of weeks so um, for for fillies that were bought out of our yearling sales um, a few years back so um, that's been our main target the whole time and um, yeah hopefully fingers crossed. Um, things back on track and yeah she's got through that those few days really good she's come home and yeah still looks well and um yeah we'll, we'll push on i think it's on the 14th or something is, is the first heat so or the only heat so um but look she's you know it's nothing i've done really she's good good ability before she come here and um, we've been lucky enough to sort of get her back there so um yeah look i, I think she's probably matured a little bit um danny obviously trained her and she still drives her here and um i think she's probably a bit more relaxed this time, probably just from getting a bit older and maturity. Danny said she could always sort of grab hold of the bit and when she sort of did, she was never quite as good. So um, fingers crossed that she's just matured with age. Yeah. And uh, did you send her over there purposely for that race? Did you know that Greg Sugars was going to be over there driving or, or how did no, that work? Absolute nightmare, mate. We had no idea what was happening. I had about three different drivers lined up. <laughs> Um, Wayne was going to take her and drive her because he, he'd driven her previously when Danny trained her and yeah, COVID pulled him up and he couldn't take her and then we, we didn't even know how we were getting her home but um, we sort of, you know, with this new system you can get up the point system really, really quickly and we wanted to try and have a crack at our Vic Bread before we, we raced her here and got her on too tight of a mark it just gets too hard, you know she, she was a 54 before she went and Obviously, she won and caught four points, so she's 58 already. So it, it does get hard very, very quick, as everyone knows. So we wanted to have a throw at the stumps before we raced her in Adelaide. And um, like I said, we didn't even know when we were fortunate enough to get her home because transport doesn't go that way too often. So, um, yeah, no, look, everything's worked out very well at this point. So, um, yeah, we're, we're super happy. Yeah. And, and that race, that's fairly good prize money, is it, that yearling sale race that you've targeted for? Yeah, it's a, it's a ten thousand dollar heating or thirty six thousand dollar final for the fillies that just went through the rings uh, of that year. So um, there's only a small pool uh, of of fillies that are, that are around. So um, yeah, she she looks to have a really good hope. That's for sure. Now um, tomorrow night, just a bit of heaven. She resumed from a spell. Happy how she pulled up after her first up run, Ryan. Yeah, she's got through it really well. She, she, she's another one that, that can go on that race with um, with the Queen of Hearts. So um, we're just trying to get a few runs into her to try and get her as good as we can for that race. But, um, that race has really brought her on. Um, yeah, look, she's drawn a little bit tricky. It's um, it's a pretty good race, to be honest. But I, I think she'll run um, a much forward race than what she did last time. She probably had a chance up the sprint lane. But, um, yeah, we, we run out of time a little bit. She had a bit of a cold and... She was actually going to the trials that week and then the trials were called off because of the COVID shutdown and then um, we thought, I thought, oh, we'll, we'll just we'll take her to the races and, and give her a hit out of the races. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty good result. We picked up something small and she got to it really well. So, um, yeah, she'll she run a good race.
Yeah, we did promise people we were going to go to Warrnambool, but they're about to jump there, so sorry about that. We'll keep going with our little chat here, Ryan, if that's okay. Sorry about that, Andrew. But uh, so just a bit of heaven you got in tomorrow night at Globe Derby, and also uh, out of Baron Diana, who we think, well, I think she's going to be a short price favourite. And you say that her manners are, are very good, that she's pretty good to drive and all that out of Baron Diana, Ryan? Yeah, she's, she's a lovely filly. She's lovely to have around. She's no dramas at all. She's... Um... Yeah, Lania, she's been really, really good for us in manners-wise, touch wood. So she did miss it a couple of times in Melbourne, but she's been really, really good here. And, um, yeah, she should be fortunate to hopefully get away with that. And then, um, yeah, Duncan's toying with the idea with taking her back to, to Melbourne. There was a, She was sold in the, or went through the ring at the APG sales for the, um, I think, well, she's three off really now. There's a 50 grand final. In about a week and a half time, that's why we've sort of raced her as much as we have here to see if she's sort of good enough to go back. But, um, yeah, we're not really sure what we'll do yet. She'd probably have to run pretty good tomorrow to go back because um, they are pretty good. And yeah, I'm not sure she's really improved that much here, to be honest. But um, that's the call done. We can make we can make together on yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah look, uh, you, you've given us a lot of your time this morning, Ryan. We really appreciate that. But I, I wanted to ask you, because you did drive in the last race on Saturday night, I, I've got to say, from an outsider looking in, it seems that Lane Johnson's done a really good job preparing the track to cope with the, the lot of rain that we've had, because I know years gone by, if we had this amount of rain at Globe Derby, the race, races would just be called off and cancelled, right? But it, it looks like it's a coarser surface that's out there. So how does, how does it actually feel as a driver to be out there on those really wet nights? Yeah, it's not a lot of fun, that's for sure. Um, I'm certainly happy to be watching <laughs> most of the time. Um, but look, some, you know, sometimes you, you, it doesn't matter what you do with tracks, we have that much rain and... And gee whiz, um, I know my place. Um, after we got that that downpour Saturday afternoon, was yeah, just water absolute everywhere, and um, not much you can do about it. So um, yeah, look, it, it it was really good. Um, I didn't even drive with mesh in the last race. I just drove with goggles. So um, yeah, it's the water surface that sits on it that kills you, and um, yeah, it was soaking through pretty good. So um, no, no, they've done a good job to get through Saturday night. Yeah, for sure. And in regards to the Premiership, um, you know, you won the previous seven years, which we spoke about, and obviously you, you've got real, a real lot of pressure from Frank Pulicino. He's got a, a lot of horses in work, and he's got the lead on the state training table. But, but you have recovered. I mean, the start of the season was, was no good, uh, basically, to be totally honest, and you'll be aware of that because the first month or two months, you, were, you weren't even in the top ten from being the leading state trainer. But now, and I think... I think you promised that us that you had horses coming in that you'd kick a few goals and now you're back into second placing so so if you can keep that momentum up you're still going to be pretty close to the top anyway ryan yeah yeah you don't need a lot to, to go wrong or or something small to change in your system before before they're sort of not going any good and um we went through a period of time where yeah for whatever reason or not but my, my track was sort of really heavy and so I said to Kerry, I reckon these horses are working too hard and we sort of wasn't blowing away and it wasn't moving anywhere. And, yeah, they just weren't going any good and um, been trying to look for a water truck for, for years anyway. Um, Kay Halliday was nice enough to give us her tractor and we got un, unlimited water here. So we had everything here apart from a water cart anyway. We started to water the track and which watered it, you know, because it was so soft and so heavy and um, we could put some water on it and work them and... Um, 
yeah, I, I really believe it was the problem why they why they weren't going in good. They were just working harder than what I thought they were, and they weren't finishing off. And the moment we sort of got water on it and we could work them on a bit of a harder surface and not being so soft, um, they really started to turn the corner. So, um, yeah, I mean, the only thing I could put it down to was something that we really noticeably changed, and they, they did certainly get better. Yeah. But, um, right, you're right. You know, you're going, sorry. The premiership, um, you know, it's just something that happens. It happens. It, it, it doesn't. It's not here or there. But um, this um, new rating system is made it a, a whole lot harder. That's for sure. You, um, you know, nice horses can't win the races that they used to win because they just get up the system too quick and then they just they stagnate because they run well all the time. They don't move anywhere. So it, it is. It is certainly harder than what it has been in the previous years. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, how many horses have you got in work right here, right now, Ryan? Yeah, with a little um, couple of baby trotters went back into work today. They had a bit of a break, sort of getting up for the Southern Cross. So I think they were, they pushed us up to 25, I think. So, um, yeah, we're doing 25, which um, at this time of year is a nightmare, to be honest, um, with, the, with the weather and being so wet all the time and trying to get them work. But, um, yeah, 25 it is. Mm. Yeah, and what about uh, horses that we should follow from the Ryan Rohorik stables? Anything you, you think might kick on a little bit later on this year? Um, well, I've got a pretty high opinion of Outer Baron Dexter. He, he, he's, a, he's a really lovely trotter, um, which you know, there's no reason why hopefully he can't keep on improving. Um, and then all my two-year-old paces are, are starting fast work this week to get up for um, a couple of yearling sales races in the Southern Cross. Um, but I've got a two-year-old filly that um, we haven't raced yet that's um, showed us good ability, that's had a few things go wrong along the way, and, and um, she's called Elegant Air, which is one of um, Greg Baker's. So, um, yeah, hopefully she can do a good job for Greg because he puts a lot of money into it and breeds a few every year. So we haven't had a haven't had a nice one for him since probably Supernova Sylvia, so it would be nice if she does a good job for him. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, thanks for your time this morning. It's been a long session, a long chat, but a good chat and appreciate all, all your efforts that you put in. And, um, yeah, let's hope the, the wheels keep rolling in the right direction for the Ryan O'Horrick stable. Thanks, Jim. Good to have a chat.